car. I still don't have my voice back. Lies. Let's go. Hey, What's what does the song say? Seat Geeks? Beat Geeks, I think, is the name of the the artist who did this for us. Oh, I thought our sponsor... I didn't never listen to I it. I wish it was Seat I was seat like, did geek. somebody sponsor us that I don't know about? Yeah. This podcast is now sponsored by Seat Geeks. Seat Geeks. Seat Geeks. What's up? It's Backdoor Cover. It's my kids. Brad, it's Sunday morning. Nobody's doing this for you but us. What's up, buddy? What's up? How was your uh, holiday weekend? The best holiday weekend. It was one of the best ones ever. Really? Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Had I, I um, discovered a new White Claw competitor called Wild Basin. Oh, yeah, I've had a Wild Basin before. It's like less sugary. What flavor? Hmm, interesting take. Uh, is what, is, that's how it's how it was packaged and presented to me by Jeremy, local expert. Well, he's... Because so, apparently it's from Denver. He's from Denver. Oh, so long, he's full of shit. Yeah, yeah. Long what, story what short. What flavor? I, had I didn't a, like their flavors. I found them artificial basil? Tasting. Yeah, the basil tastes weird to me. It tasted like boxed basil. Yeah, uh, canned it's not, basil. not what you want. Uh, but there was one that was like a uh, citrus that was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for my money, the what the claws are still where it's at. I was at a bar uh, in Houston called Present Company, which apparently makes me one of the cool kids. I got a lot of snaps about it. And uh, you mean because you posted from there, people snapped you? Yeah, I okay. had. They had lots of. They had two different. Well, not lots. They had like two different white claw cocktails. Claw oh. tails. Yeah, I, this was a popular theme at all of my things too. People were jumping liquor in their cocktails. Yeah, but I've never claws. actually seen it at a bar before. Yeah, but this is. Uh, they and they, the they look level. pretty good. I I mean, it's the day after, you know, actually, we were out Thanksgiving out drunk, night. Right? I'm not trying to get blacked out and drink yeah. White Claws in a bar. Tell me uh, when they put it with Rubble Mints in. I'm, I'll listen. Ooh. One of the, the, they also had a holiday uh, menu there. Okay. And one of the cocktails had uh, Manischewitz in it, the terrible Jewish wine. I, I'm glad I don't know what it is. Yeah, it, it's not good. Manischewitz <laughs> sounds quite unpleasant. Uh, indeed. Hey, you know what wasn't unpleasant? Tell me. This week in college football. Ooh, it was a good one, wasn't it? Rivalry week lived up to the hype. Look at you. You can pronounce it. I am excited about it. I had a great time. Brad and I are here to talk about all of it. Before we start, you know, should we hear from an old friend? Who's that? Well, I, can I only think guess. You'll, you'll know. Uh, I have two calls from someone who calls often. Let's start with the hotline, 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. We got lots of hotline calls. Are we playing all of them or just the... No, we're just going to start with two from uh, the guy who calls a lot. The will man who will Michigan. not be named? Okay. Yeah, here he is. Here's call number one. This call came in at uh, 12.54 p.m. So this is like halftime, I yes. guess? Yes. Yeah. They'd probably be down about... What were they down? Twelve? Yeah. Fifteen here, at this point? Here it is. I just fucking hate Ohio State. Fuck Ohio. Okay, well. Eight hundred three nine two Not very passionate. Six three four four. Call our hotline. Leave us a better call. Let's see if he did better in his second call. We haven't listened to this, so here it is. Yeah, a little roulette. Here's the problem, backdoor cover. It's we got like two more years of this. And, you know, the Ryan Day, Ryan Day is going to still have Urban Meyer's recruits for two or three years. He's going to hold this team. We might win my senior year. I, I don't fucking know, man. I, I, I don't know. I can't see us winning next year in Columbus, but I'll fucking be there just to, you know, because all Michigan fans have to be masochists and just love the pain. And it just hurts. It just fucking hurts. These guys just outcoach, outclass. I mean, really, they outclass us. They just have Ooh. better talent. They steal our recruits, and it's just like, 
I don't know what the fuck we can do. I, I really I really just fucking don't. I don't see a situation where we win in Columbus next year unless, you know, one of our two young quarterbacks come out comes out and really slings. I think Joe Milton's the future <laughs> of the program, even you. though I'm a Colorado boy and Shut up, some Will. decaf. Wants the, I mean, the X and O's. Jesus fucking Christ, man. I, I just don't hey, fucking know. Mike is already yelling at me because I'm rambling on, but I don't give a fuck, man. It's true. This is, I, I just fucking hate Ohio State so much. They're such fucking scumbags. Nothing good's come that, from that fucking university. And I can't even argue with and this. I, I just don't fucking know, man. Like, uh, why can't we beat these guys? It's it's like, I don't think firing Harbaugh is the solution because who the fuck do you hire? I don't know if we fire Don Brown because he's a great fucking defensive coordinator against everyone but Ohio State. We just need to All fucking right. recruit better. That's the only fucking solution I see. Oh, All right. Well. I don't know. War Eagle. Who fucking knows the score of that game is? Last I knew, Alabama was up a right, touchdown, but I just don't give a fuck. All right. Okay. okay. Thank you, Will. That was a depressing call. Please call and be better. 800-392-6344. We have three other calls we're going to play at the end of the episode. We're going hotline roulette. We haven't even listened to them. That's okay. how wild we are. I'm liking it. Uh, let's let's start with Ohio State, Michigan. Number one, Ohio State, 56. Michigan, 27 in, a, in an all-time ass-kicking. Michigan scores 14 points in all, or no, I'm sorry, Ohio State scores 14 points in all four quarters, just pouring it on these cucks. Mm. Um, Michigan actually played pretty good the first half. Like, you watch the highlights, and you're like, damn, is Michigan winning this game? And they're, like, throwing, like, these bombs. They're con- they're connecting, like, all, all sorts yeah, this of was, difficult passes. This was a great first quarter, 14-13. to 13. Michigan missed an extra pointer. It would have been tied. Um, but, yeah, but... You yeah, can't, the miracle they got outclassed. These these dudes yet. from Ohio State, shit. That's yeah, he, all I can he's say. He's complaining about how they they he doesn't see how they're going to beat him. I don't see how anyone's going to beat these guys. Well, that's now, no one has. I mean, again, we've talked about it all season, but between Ohio State and LSU, and you know, maybe if you want to say Clemson, who's rounding into shape. I mean, these teams are a cut above in a big way. J.K. Dobbins is a man. Ooh, he's a bad boy. Thirty-one carries, two hundred eleven yards. Four touchdowns and and just running past people. I thought uh, Fields might be done for the season when they hit him in the knee. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Oh God! It looked like they he buckled it right into the MCL, but not so much. He was back. He just put on a new knee brace and came out and started chunking again. So I was happy to see him not go down. That was a uh, hold your breath moment. He ended up going three hundred two, four touchdowns, fourteen for twenty five. That's crazy efficiency. 14 passes completed for 302 yards and four touchdowns. Crazy. Yeah. How about Garrett Wilson, wide receiver for Ohio State? Pretty good day. Three catches, 118 yards and a touchdown. I mean, Ohio State's got dudes running around. Well, I mean, J.K. Dobbins, 211 yards, four rushing touchdowns. 31 carries. Just give that that man the ball. He ran the ball more times than Fields threw the ball. That's a lot. It worked. Uh, Michigan's got big issues. I mean, as we how do you how do you figure? Like this, they played the best team in the country and they got whipped by the best team in the country. They look pretty good otherwise. Well, not really. When you no no team looks good when you lose by twenty nine, thirty nine, whatever it was, twenty nine. You're trash, Michigan. <laughs> and your basketball team lost to Michigan State three times last year. Oh boy, oh boy, he's back on it. Sorry, Will, you cuck. Uh, uh, there's not. I mean, it's always fun to watch Big Nude Saturday, but that's pretty much all I got there. Yep. Uh, you want to run through the rest of these games? Let's do it. Should we start? Well, actually, before we do that, we should start with Alabama and Auburn. You want to go to the big headlines first? Let's go to the big game. Okay. Uh, Nick Saban is crying and bitching and whining today. All of the headlines are about him bitching about something. The officials are, you know, I don't know. Uh, unfair, quote, unfair penalty, final penalty among Saban's ref gripes. 
at halftime, he got interviewed and was super pissed about the field goal that happened at the end of the first half, uh, which was kind of ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. They had the, the rules official on. I don't know if you saw it right at the end of the half. Nah. Okay. We were eating. This is when we were eating Thanksgiving, I think. All right. So Auburn lines up for a field goal with um, Auburn lines up for a field goal. I forget what happened, but the clock was running. Yeah. I don't know if there was an injury or something. But I think they were trying to determine what yard line they were down it on. It might have been a review. Something like yeah. that. So there's one second left, and the uh, they have the rules official, and he goes, okay, with one second left, if as soon as they place the ball, he snaps it, it should be fine. If they snap it, it, it will be a legal play. Okay. So they, the guy puts the ball in play. The Auburn uh, center instantly snaps it. The kid makes a, makes a 52-yard field goal. Boom. Saban is acting like an unfair child, just screaming, yelling. He can't control himself. Uh, I think it was whatever the sideline reporter was okay. goes up to him and like, what what happened there, coach? <laughs> it's unfair. You, you one second left. I don't understand. I just don't get it. Blah, 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 blah. Like, it was just so pathetic. And then after the game, he got he called it unfair that his team was given a penalty for too many men on the field on a fourth and four that gave Auburn a first down that effectively ended the game. Why was it unfair? Did they have too many men on the field? Here's the quote. I really feel that it was a pretty unfair play at the end of the game. They substituted the punter as a wide receiver, so we put the punt team in, and then the quarterback was still in there. We tried to get the defense back in. I thought they would have given us a little more time to substitute and get uh, the returner out. We got called for 12 guys on the field, so that was very disappointed. Why would they let you do anything? We're responsible as coaches, but it was a very unusual circumstance, to say the least. I think that sometimes when you have those, it should be viewed that way. He was also upset with the officials to put one second back on the clock just before halftime after Auburn completed a first down pass to the Alabama 34-yard line. Uh, and here's here's Saban's quote on this that I was just discussing. I don't know if I should tell you that, Saban said, of the explanation he received. The guy beside me said they won't be able to get the kickoff anyway. They waited and waited and waited and wound the clock, and the guy snapped the ball, kicked it, and they said it was good. I think you can snap the ball with a second to go in the game, but whether they did or didn't, that's not my judgment. That's such a passive-aggressive bullshit. So what he's saying is they didn't hike it within a second? Who knows? Alabama also could, I mean, Nick Saban should be pointing the finger at Nick Saban. That's my point here. Alabama committed 13 penalties, which is the most in the game under Saban's 13 years at Alabama. Yeesh. And then, I mean, they turn the ball over on the one-yard line for a 99-yard touchdown, too. A Nick Saban coach team hasn't give out, given up 48 points in a game since 1999. Mm-hmm. When he was at Michigan State. Two of Auburn's touchdowns came on interception returns, as Brad mentioned. One was 100. 100 uh, yards. Yeah. Bama also missed a field goal, a 30-yarder with two minutes left that went off the upright. Um, a doinker. Doink. Yeah. So just uh, the perfect storm of shit for him. But let me say this. Okay, so I mean, I can we, just, his we just gave him a lot of shit, and Bama a lot of shit. Let me say a couple nice things. Okay. One credit to Auburn and Bo Nix for, you know, being a true freshman. And <laughs> this is what you consider a compliment to Alabama. The no, no, fuck. I, okay, here's my compliment. Okay, Dick. <laughs> this is good football. Oh, this was good. Football. I mean, this is this is the good shit. This when, is when you watch when for. you're on CBS at two thirty, uh, in the Iron Bowl or whatever time the game started. Like this is this is the Iron Bowl is fucking good. It's so you might good. have come into this game. I I wasn't really that excited about it. Bama's base. base I know they're gonna crush. Yeah. yeah, I thought Bama was gonna crush. I also thought you know I don't know if they're they should be in the top four, uh, even if they win. I don't know how good Auburn is. 
you get in that stadium with those people, you can toss the records out the window, as they always say. Uh, and I mean, time. Bama was a better team, but Auburn won the game, and they deserved to win it. They they absolutely they made field goals to start with. They had those interception returns. They 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 did the shit you had to do. It was clutch play. It was long shot plays that they completed and converted. And and, and that, that's how it works. That Twelve man on the field penalty. That's, that's your fault. Saban. That sounds pretty smart to me. Yeah, that's like, savvy. This, this sounds like this is something that uh, their coach, that people for some reason want to get rid of all the time. Um, Gus Malzahn, he does this little sneaky bullshit because he was a <laughs> high school coach before. <laughs> this he is just confusing high school. This kids. is a perfect example <laughs> of I, I I think Gus Malzahn deserves credit for confusing the fuck out of uh, Nick Saban and his out of Nick Saban's staff. professional ass staff. Uh, and that's, uh, I love that's it. gamesmanship. Like that's not even cheating. You fooled them. That's how you, yeah, you know, with, you with got the clocks it, running down, you're going to be able to, you know, in, in your own home stadium, the refs are going to look on you a little bit easier, but you know, what, maybe what is there to look on easier? They well, didn't do anything illegal. Saban's, yeah, no, they didn't. Saban's uh, argument is that when a lot of times when you substitute players, okay. You the the officials will not mark the ball ready to play until the defense has had sufficient time to substitute their players. Right, and his argument is they didn't have sufficient time. Uh, but whatever the case may be, it, like it seemed, it it was great. It was awesome. This That's game was just awesome. It went back and forth. I mean, let me pull up pull up the scoring here because I looked at it last night. I couldn't believe it. Uh, Auburn got up seven three in the first. Then Bama scored twenty eight to their twenty in the second quarter. Well, is if, what you're looking if you for? just. Well, yeah, I was just going to go look at the, the scoring. Uh, where is the scoring thing on uh, this deal? Because I, I looked at it last night, and it was just almost hilarious, where it just said, um, Gamecast is what I'm looking for here. It was like Auburn, Alabama. Uh, all right, so for, I'll just run, I'm blows? just going to run through the scoring here. Okay. Field goal, Bama. Touchdown, Auburn. Touchdown, Bama. Field goal, Auburn. Touchdown, Auburn. Touchdown, Bama. Touchdown Bama, touchdown Auburn, touchdown Bama, field goal Auburn, field goal Auburn, touchdown Auburn, touchdown Bama, field goal Auburn, touchdown Bama, touchdown Auburn. It's back and forth, huh? I mean, come on, this this is the good stuff. That's some exciting football. It was, it was some really pretty shitty defense. It sounds like, but it really wasn't that shitty. Yeah, well, considering I mean, the there head- was, Bo Nix played incredible, even though he his stat line looks like shit. 15, 15 for 30, for 30 doesn't 173 look a touch. But he did not but turn the ball over. Did you see some of his throws? Like, he was doing this shit where he's rolling out left and throwing across his body. It's this high school bullshit that Miles on us. And it, <laughs> and it works great. So, I mean, we can't really There were some incredible throws that Plus, you had, you had kick returns for touchdowns. You had two interception returns for touchdowns. There are players all over this field. Bama's got guys that are just... I mean, we talked about uh, Ohio State having dudes. I, this is no newsflash that that Bama has dudes, but Jesus. You mean five-star dudes. Yeah, like just some dudes. Yeah. Their wide receivers are unbelievable. Yes. And the plays they're making and just the speed. Well, and their uh, they're running back, Najee Harris, is beast. Yeah. 27, I mean, 446 in a touch. These dudes, there's a lot of guys that are going to be playing on Sundays coming from this team. From both of these teams, I would imagine. There's probably a pretty yeah. good number from um, from Auburn as well. So big shouts, big credit. Bo Nix. To Gus Malzahn, who is not someone I like. Yeah, you don't like many people, though, so don't take that personally. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, hey, before we get to the rest of these games, how about a, a quick, uh, some news and notes real quick. Yeah, give me some. Greg Schiano apparently agrees <laughs> to a deal to coach Rutgers. Uh, this, there was 
apparently a deal on the table for him previously, and he turned it down, and everybody was calling Rutgers a clown show, and apparently they found a way to get him back on, and he's apparently agreed to a deal. We'll see what that happens. He had agreed to a deal at Tennessee and never became the coach because they formed a lynch mob to get rid of him. Um, but whatever. We I still don't understand why people pick on this guy so much. Joe Burrow sets uh, SEC pass yards and touchdown records. He, he's looking like the Heisman Trophy winner. I, I don't think anything can stop him at this point. Good God, that was an ass-whipping. Yeah, we'll get to that later as well. Dabo is bitching because, you know, he's the fucking worst. Oh, come uh, on, man. Clemson beat South Carolina 38-3. Uh, to three. They've won 27 straight games. His voice dripping with emotion, Swinney said after Saturday's game, was huge from a national standpoint because, quote, Obviously, if we lose this game, they're going to kick us out. They don't want us in there anyway. We drop to 20. Georgia loses to this very same team. It's how do we keep Georgia in? We win against the team that beat Georgia, and it's how do we get Clemson out? It's the damn gumness thing. Dad gumness? Yeah. Is that what you tried to say there? Swinney then said, no, I mean, he's making up words. Uh, <laughs> we got to go 30-0. and 0. We ain't got no choice because we don't play nobody, he said just jokingly. Fuck you. Dabo, I, I just just get out of here. That is some wham poor me shit. Quit, I, quit wang. Hey, my team just kicked the shit out of a program, the in-state program. Uh, we deserve all of the credit. So yes, that's what he should be saying. He should uh, just it, wh- say my kids is, deserve the credit. You don't have to like. Obviously, we're good enough, and we're what, gonna we're gonna beat Virginia what is next there to week. Complain about? There's no way they don't make it, and then you can just let the playoffs speak for itself, which they have the last couple of years because they're bad boys. So what was the bitch about? And guess what? Of course, he's going to blame the media. You ready? Okay. The Again, our league doesn't get enough credit. Maybe we need some of them ACC guys on some of them big network shows they have. Maybe we ought to put former Clemson Sports Information Director Tim Beret on there. All I can tell you is we're 10-1 and one against the SEC in our last 11. We've won 115 games this decade. So had Ohio State. So had Alabama. We both played them and won the last time we played them both. Our program is what we focus on, not Virginia. Virginia would be 9-3 and three in any league. Uh, I doubt that. I do too. It's been that way all year long, he said. Some guy the other day was on the radio like, y'all are pre-North Carolina. What season has he watched? Y'all don't want to agree with me? We've dominated 11 out of 12 games. Dominated. We're not any different. I mean, just uh, like you're in. You beat Virginia and you're in. Quit bitching. I, I'm just... I'm so sick of him. But what is, what is he trying to accomplish? I don't understand what he's lobbying for. Does he want his his conference to get more respect? But, like, why do you care? You're going to the playoff. You are amongst the top four. He's just such a whiny little bitch. I mean, they did dominate the shit out of everybody besides UNC. But they didn't play anybody besides UNC. And he, I mean, UNC is <sighs> not anybody either. But I mean, if you're a little whiny bitch. Yeah. You know, I, you know here's the thing with Devil. I think he needs more sleep. Yeah, everybody does. Though. And I think he should probably get a Lisa mattress. I was thinking slash BDC. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I know you wouldn't be is, so fucking cranky. I know this is hard to believe, Brad. Yeah. But a Black Friday sale has been extended. Oh, my God. On the internet. Can you believe it? Let me help you out here. Yeah, hit that high point. I had to reach across the table to get it done. I know we're, we're joking about this, but we've talked about Lisa mattress for years on this podcast. Lisa mattress is the best fucking mattress you can own. And this is the best sale I've ever seen on a Lisa mattress. The single best sale. And it's going on right now. It'll probably go on through Monday. I'm just going to, they haven't told me that, but something tells me a Black Friday sale might be extended through Cyber Monday. I don't know. I don't know for a fact. 
But go to lisa.com slash BDC. The code will be automatically applied. You get two free pillows plus several hundred dollars in savings. Just go there, okay? You know all about the product. It's American-made. They donate one for every every 10 they sell. It's, it's a great deal. And this is the best time to get when you have to borrow a truck. It shows up to your door. If you're moving in January, well, like a lot of people do, you move to a new apartment, a new dorm, whatever, go to lisa.com slash BDC. That box can sit for a little while buy it now mm-hmm. and you don't have to open it for two weeks it'll be fine yeah don't be cranky like like dabbo yeah don't be a whiny bitch like dabbo <laughs> lisa.com slash bdc dabbo's gonna come fuck people up in the playoff though well you can count on that it, it they seem like a, a cut a, a big step below the top two teams you do think that you're insane I mean, not a big step, but... Oh, uh, you just said a couple of... Okay, I'd put LSU and Ohio State a, a touchdown favorite over Clemson. Okay. That's still a competitive football game. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. well, then they're not a cut below. No, they're... Look, there's, this is this is a two-team season right now. I disagree. Now, it doesn't mean that Georgia can't beat one of these teams. Yes, it does. Georgia cannot beat any of these teams. Yeah, you're probably right. But I think that Clemson certainly can compete with either of those other two. Well, I mean, they've got incredible talent and a good coach. And guess who's going to show up in the playoff? Cranky ass Davo Sweeney and right, his we'll, squad. We'll preview the, the playoff later. Okay. I don't want to get okay. into this right now. Let's well, run through the rest of these scores. Um, let's start with the Friday games real quick. The ones that brought me the most joy. Iowa defeats Nebraska 27-24. <laughs> You're such scum. <laughs> uh, you losers. You were such losers. Are Nebraska you, finishes the... Nebraska, that's a good showing for them. Incredibly over... No, we lo- they lost at home. They finished the season By five... By three to Iowa. Who Five <laughs> and seven. No, when Nebraska fired... Uh, oh, I got to find it. The la- they've lost this game Prince, now. Since Frank Solich, is that what you're going to go no, with? No, it wasn't Solich. Uh, no, when they fired uh, Bo Pelini six years ago. Oh, Bo Pelini was the scum of the earth. Good God, I hate Oh, yeah. Guy. I mean, he's trash. Uh, when they fired Bo Pelini, he had beaten Iowa in his last game, and they finished, I think, 9-3. and three. And they fired his ass. And they fired him, and he said something about, it was 2013, and he said, the the, athlete, the cocky athletic director said something about how, well, I'm just not sure how good Iowa is, even if they beat Iowa. <laughs> uh, and then they, then they fired him. And Iowa has beat them every year since. Six straight. Mm. I just love it. I, I love. I mean, Iowa it. had a good year this year, a very good year. Well, they finished the year nine and three, a pretty good year. I mean, they beat an unbeaten Minnesota team. That's true. That's pretty impressive. Well, Minnesota didn't look great yesterday either, but we'll get to that. Yeah, they got smushed. Did you watch any of that game? It was like first. Yeah, the first, first half, half was, was awesome. Like, it was raining. It was wet. It looked so miserable. And the second half hits, and it's a fucking blizzard a snow blizzard yeah. it looked so we'll get to saturday cold. let's, oh let's talk about that i'm just, okay, game okay. Day, sorry i will actually we will mention one thing about game day yesterday okay. somebody tweeted like the difference between game day and big nude saturday mm-hmm. big nude saturday was at michigan mm-hmm. and if you flip through like at the end like the last five minutes the best part of game day when they're picking the games and shit yeah. and of course i was doing the headgear Everyone from Minnesota is so fucking cold, Ugh. and like there, no one's making any noise. They've got gloves and blankets all and all just trying to shit. survive. Yeah, no one's hyped. And then you, if you flipped over to Fox, they're inside the big house before Ohio State, Michigan, and the people crowd is fucking bananas. There's a hundred thousand people. Like it was, it was the first time where I was like, oh, people, there's more energy on one of these shows than than game day. 
Uh, and that could be attributed to the weather. Yes. the we- I mean, it looked miserable as shit. Oh, I couldn't. I, uh, I would not go to that game. I just wouldn't go. Other Friday games, number 18, Memphis defeated Cincinnati 34-24. This was the big game in the non-Power 5 uh, division. What's interesting now is they're going to rematch this game next week mm-hmm. and play it again in Memphis. The winner of this game basically got home field advantage. Both these teams went 7-1 and in conference. Cincinnati 10-2, and Memphis 11-1. and Cincinnati's a pretty good football team. Memphis is good. Memphis is very good. Uh, and they deserve a lot of credit. How 30, the hell they lost to fucking I would be very happy Temple. if Mizzou would, were to steal their coach. Uh, Mike Norvell, who I think is is a pretty damn good football coach. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Uh, he would be. He's at the top of Micah's list. We're not going to talk about Mizzou. Uh, well, we, we, we'll, we can talk about that here in a second. Uh, Boise beat Colorado State. Nobody cares. Uh, Virginia defeated number twenty four Virginia t- uh, Virginia Tech at to home. Get a berth in thirty nine thirty championship uh, for the right to get their ass just <laughs> stomped out by Clemson. You can count on getting mauled in this one. There are seven teams in that ACC division. I forget what they call them, Coastal and whatever the fuck they call them. Yeah. Uh, in the last seven years, there's been a different winner of that division every year. Seven in a row. Seven in a row. It's crazy. That's pretty. I mean, that's parody. Uh, it certainly is. It's also mediocrity. Yeah. But that's <laughs> it depends on how you look it's at probably it. Probably a lot of Clemson's glass fault. half full, glass half empty, whatever. Yeah. Uh Appalachian State defeated Troy. Uh we'll talk about Missouri, Arkansas. Mizzou bounces back and beats Arkansas. They finished their season six and six. We are not bull eligible due to uh Cheating. one rogue NCAA tutor. One rogue uh one rogue tutor who created an NCAA violation in two thousand fifteen. Uh, it's fucking absurd. It's ridiculous. I've yelled about it here before. I'm I'll not going to do this, it again. This is the only. This team part. doesn't deserve to go to a bowl game, and we fired our coach the next day. So it, well, we wouldn't have fired him if we had a bowl game. Hard to say. Yeah, we don't. But know. I will say this: I don't really want to watch us go to a bowl game. Like this is, this is kind of like a. No, this team did not deserve to go to a bowl game. I mean, we lost to Tennessee, at home. <laughs> I mean, that's that. You're done. Yeah, yeah you so, should not play football after that. Uh. Barry Odom out after four years. He was twenty five and twenty five. He's a good dude, but he wasn't winning football. He was a true son. The 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 story that I I heard and read uh, from reporters I respect is that he was going behind the athletic director's back, trying to get directly to boosters, trying to get um like he wanted to get a a what would a vote of confidence from the athletic director, and he went do it, and he basically talked his way into firing himself. Interesting. Very strange. I like Barry Odom. Uh, he's a, a, by all accounts, a very nice man. The coach, the players really like him. He is a Mizzou. He's a true son. Yep. Uh, Mizzou grad. Been there since 2003. Basically, he spent two years in Memphis as a defense coordinator, I think. Something um, like that. But he's, he, he was a high school coach in Columbia after he got out. Like, he is a, he's a, a he Missourian. He is a homegrown, homeboy. Yes. He always true seemed son. to be very insecure and uh, in certain ways. He was one of the lowest paid coaches in the SEC. Uh, they did give him an extension after last year. But his buyout's only like two point three million dollars, which only I wish mine was only two point three million dollars. Me too. I'd be drinking jumbos in Columbia for the next ten years. Yeah, well, maybe he will. Uh, he'll probably be the number one defensive coordinator uh, on the market, and he'll probably go to like I don't know Clemson or Oklahoma or something and make two million dollars a year. So yeah, shouts to Barry. Get rich. Uh, we'll see who Mizzou brings in. Uh, Missouri job is open. Arkansas job is open. There aren't a lot of big jobs this year. Uh, we'll see if USC survives. Um, depending on what happens in, in their championship. I really we'll, like we'll that Memphis pick, though. That's a good pick. Yeah, Mike Norvell's done a great job. He'd be good. 
And there's some school of thought that this is a good time to fire. Mizzou might not have fired their coach if there were bigger jobs available. Yeah. Because we may be higher on the, the new hire coach, uh, pecking board. We got little man order syndrome than we would is be. what you're saying? No, we're just higher. Like, under a normal year, there right. might be three or four jobs better than I Mizzou. Know. And this, this year, there may only be mindset. one or two. This is little man mindset. Uh, whatever the case may be. Okay. Uh, let's move on to Saturday. We talked about Ohio State crushing the shit out of Michigan. And they did. Speaking of crushing the shit out of somebody, how about LSU? 50. Put a 50-piece on Texas A&M, 50-7, in an ass-kicking for the ages. It was epic. This was an epic proportion. 31-0 at half. Just humiliating. How, how about this for a stat line? 10 for 30 for 92 yards, zero touchdowns, and three picks. Kellen Mond. Yeah, Kellen Mond. Uh, hey, Aggies, you don't have a first-team all-SEC quarterback like you Said all offseason. Is that what they claim Kellen yeah. Mond would be? Aggies finished f- seven and five. They'll probably lose a bowl game. Well, here, just don't beat yourself. Now we up know too their bad. losses this is are the bad. best team amongst the best teams in the country. Well, and if so you talk about A and M, they've lost to LSU. They've lost to Clemson. They've lost to Alabama. Right. They've lost to Auburn. Who's the fifth loss? They got Georgia next, don't they? They already lost to Georgia. Did they? No, they they're done. They're they're oh, this is the last game. game. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's Georgia. Maybe they're. Maybe there was one other worse loss. They lost to Georgia last week, 19-13. to 13. Yeah. Not bad. So, I mean, <laughs> that's pretty good. You could make the claim that you're the best five-loss team in the country, but <laughs> I, don't, I doubt too many Aggies are going to want to. I mean, that's got to be the toughest schedule in the country. Number one, Clemson, when they played them. Number eight, Auburn, when they played them. Number one, Alabama. Number four, Georgia. Number two, LSU. Unfortunately, Those their best tough. win is probably South Carolina. That's the that's, that's the flip the side, side of this coin. They whipped the shit out of bad teams, and they got their ass whipped by good teams. Yeah, and it's a, well, I mean, they didn't whip the shit out of bad teams. They beat beat uh, Ole Miss by a touchdown. Uh, no. They beat UTS. Yeah, well, you're whatever. Right, I mean, yeah, their most impressive win this season. If you look at the seven games they did win, tell me if you think these are impressive, Brad. Texas State. Okay. Lamar. Okay. I didn't know Lamar had a football team. Yeah, do you know where Lamar University is? I don't. It's in it Texas, in Texas somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, but, I mean it's they're not Division One. Arkansas, okay. uh, trash. Ole Miss, trash. Mississippi State, trash. UTSA, trash. South Carolina, trash. So, so a lot of trash. But they beat it South Carolina thirty six. So that's that's true. Pretty. So good. congrats to the Aggies on seven and five. I hope they lose a bowl game. I wish nothing, you are so hateful. I wish nothing but the worst for Jimbo. You are Fisher. Scrooge. I don't, I don't like him. You are the Grinch. He's like my second most hated guy behind Dabo. Dabo will forever be number one. And Saban's up there because he just acts like such a child, although How? he seems generally likable and like a real human being compared to these other two bozos. Jimbo and Dabo are both like... Bozo? Oh, they're total bozo. And they're also two steps they're they're two steps in their life away from being high school football coaches or middle school coaches dabo especially you're insane if if two things don't break the right way for dabo he's he's coaching middle school football right i now. wish he's coaching mizzou football right now well that's not happening either. yeah that's not happening how do you feel about the guy who just left uh ohio state a couple years ago is he amongst those no urban Meyer is is a psycho do you think he's worse than those guys no no he's a much better coach okay I think I do too. I, I mean, was, Urban Meyer could go to you. the NFL and be successful. I don't think Dabo or Jimbo could. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think they're they're high school guys or they're they're college guys. They hokey. get recruits in, but they don't re. They're not. Ge- neither of those dudes are geniuses. Neither is Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart's the same kind of guy for me. Well, Georgia whips some ass too. Uh, all right, let's get on. Let's to keep it. moving. Okay. LSU fifty, A and M seven. <laughs> Clowns. 
Uh, Clemson, 38. South Carolina, 3, as we mentioned. Georgia, 52. Georgia Tech, 7. Again, this Georgia Tech team... Um, in rebuilding. In a, in a serious rebuild, coming off of a, a wishbone offense for 10 years or however long Paul Johnson was there. This is, of course, as we mentioned, year zero. Not even year one for their coach. So, uh, But good win for, for Georgia. You go on the road. In you know there were a lot of Georgia fans there. Uh, I so would hope. Shouts to them. We talked number fifteen Auburn defeats Bama uh, forty eight forty five, opening the door for number six Utah, who crushed Colorado. They took care of business at home forty five fifteen. They uh, trailed seven nothing in this game. They mushed them after and that, then just though. mushed them. In fact, their uniforms were tight yesterday. Yeah, they do have some gangster. They look kind of like Ohio State, but they were tight. <laughs> <laughs> they were just red. They were. They were. Must have been some sort of throwback or something. Are they red with like silver helmets? Are they Under Armour? They said Utah. Uh, I think they are. Yeah. Actually. yeah. They, I think they got some real fancy Under Armour shit going on. Yeah, I liked it. I liked them. Uh, shouts to Utah, who is now very much in the driver's seat. Yeah, those do. They kind of look like the OU on the helmet. Yeah, it's confusing. It, but it's they Ohio do look State. like an Ohio State. Yeah, it's very odd. But they've got when they were running right past people, red uniforms, white numbers, s- silver helmets. It looked like Ohio State running past Colorado. Well, uh, 45-14. Number seven, Oklahoma, uh, takes care of business in Stillwater in a game that was pretty fun for a minute. 34-16. Alabama eleven and one. Uh, Alabama, Oklahoma, I should say. Yes, Oklahoma eleven and one. Hurts uh, runs, throws, and catches a touchdown pass. That's that is some work, which boy. is probably enough to send him to New York for the Heisman. He deserves to go. Yeah, eh, you know, incredible I mean, stat line. He's not going to win. Uh, Joe Burrow is your Heisman Trophy winner, assuming assuming they don't get their ass kicked next week and he throws five t- picks. Yeah, I, mean, I think even with a loss, best. he's still the the Heisman Trophy winner. I, I'd have to think so as well because I, I don't think that that Trevor Lawrence has done enough. Like let let's hype let's 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 uh let's talk about this for just okay. a second. Let's say Burrow and LSU gets beat next week and Burrow has a bad game. Okay. Throws three picks. Okay. Jake Fromm has one loss. Jake Fromm does not have the numbers. Jake Fromm is oh, he not, has no chance. not better than Joe Burrow. There was a time this year where they said he's the reason they're not going to the right. playoff. Like, you can't have him eventually become the Heisman. Let's say Clemson wins next week. They're undefeated. They come in ranked number two okay. to the playoff. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has had a decent season, but not and a very good season, probably. But it, not a Heisman Trophy caliber winning season. Versus Enough pedestrian to, uh, competition. Sorry, that's Dabba, right. But yeah, your, sorry, your conference sucks a dong. And the problem with Ohio State is you've got too many guys splitting this splitting votes. Yeah. And I don't Maybe think so. there's another contender now that that Tua's hurt. Uh who's the best player on Utah? I don't know. I mean Tyler Hunt Huntley uh is that the quarterback? Is the quarterback? He's supposedly very good, but I haven't seen him play. He is. Yeah, it's tough. And and I mean Jalen Hurts is there, but they lost once. And I I think the numbers that Burrow put up are, are significant. Far Far yeah. better, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I think it's versus just, far better talent. I mean, unless Burrow throws four picks in a, in a, in a humiliating defeat, he's going to so win here's the Heisman. What I want to know from you, but anyway, go ahead. So, so we've got Oklahoma versus number nine Baylor in the Big Twelve Championship. Yes, we've got Utah versus mm. what rank is uh, Oregon at fourteen? I don't yeah, know. I if feel pretty far. I don't know if they'll move or not, but you would think that that OU win, if OU was to win versus Baylor or vice versa, really. Those two one-loss teams seem to have the better resume than a one-loss Pac-12, and I'm wondering what you think. 
Are you? Are I, we I don't biased? Disagree. I think Utah's a better team than I Oklahoma and Baylor. Same. And uh, it's hard to say. I'd have to look deep at the numbers and make a case. Oh, yeah. But just just from what I've seen from Utah this year, they're really good. And I mean, uh, their one loss to USC looked bad at the time, but USC ended up being good. Yeah, USC's had had a, a good second half of the season. And we know USC has studs, and it was at USC. It's not a bad loss. Oklahoma's loss, uh, who did OU lose to? They lost to, was it Iowa State? Uh, Kansas State? Oh, it was K-State. That's right. Yeah. That's not not as good a loss. Baylor's loss is to Oklahoma. And if they were able to re- uh, avenge that loss on a neutral field, now granted that loss was at home. Uh, let's keep moving. We'll get to Baylor okay. here in a second. Uh, Wisconsin beats Minnesota in Minnesota, 38-17. Uh, an impressive win for Wisconsin. At the most miserable game of all time. It would have been the yeah. most miserable thing to watch. You, could, I just I could not imagine. You'd be soaking wet after the first quarter, and then a, a snowstorm hits. And you're just sitting there freezing your nuts off next to people wearing badger hats and stuff. Like literal f- dead animals on their head that are frozen into... I've just never seen a stadium with so many people wearing blankets. And did you see the hats, though? Yeah, there was like Badger yeah, fans it's... wearing dead Badgers on their head. Great season from Minnesota, though. <laughs> nonetheless, uh, Wisconsin oh, so... goes on to the the uh, Big Ten championship game <clears throat> to face Ohio State and probably get murdered. Oh, um, it's going to be cremation. Both teams finish at ten and two. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin. This game was close at half, ten seven. Wisconsin led, and then they just busted it open and, and stomped them in the in the second half in the snowstorm in a, in a, in the nasty weather. Well, so. you would think that they're probably amongst the best running rushing teams in the country so if it starts snowstorming that would pretty much give them Jonathan the edge Taylor only had 76 yards on 18 carries um that's actually a good point uh, two touchdowns surprising. so anyway good win for them and t- it's still a, a great season for minnesota it's, it's funny how 76 yards is so pedestrian for him yeah hey uh all right let's talk baylor and then we'll go to the hot wait run. a minute though right. okay so yeah he had 76 yards but as a team they had 173 yards they had like 15 dudes rush for for okay. rushing yards. So I'm just saying, they run the ball well. Yes, they do. Okay. Uh, not well enough to beat Ohio State, though. <laughs> we'll see next That's right. week. Unless it's a snowstorm. My team of the week is Baylor, who, as I picked it, yes, as I, I predicted to be my lead, lead pipe lock of the week. I have a, a note here to give you props for this, and since you're just going to do it on your own because you're a psycho, I'll let you go ahead and, and tell, tell the world. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Baylor 61, Kansas 6. Now, look. Kansas isn't any good. They finished the season three and nine, uh, one and eight in the Big Twelve. I think that was a, a bit of a ledge to go out on, though, because what was the spread? 14, 18, Oh, it was 20? more than that. I think it was twenty eight. Yeah, it was a lot. Twenty eight and a half. I didn't maybe. think they were going to cover that, and they covered it. Baylor with goes on the colors. road to Kansas. I didn't see the the temperature there, but I'm sure it was cold as shit. It's always cold. And there. they just fucking stomped them, and they took care of business. They jumped up 21 nothing in the first quarter and just kept laying it on. <laughs> this is a game that they could have easily looked past. Easily. On the road at Kansas, it's a long way from Baylor or How from Waco. How did they score so many points if Charlie Brewer only threw for 182 yards? I mean, they just they took just care banked. of business and just stomped Kansas. Uh, a great way for Kansas to end their season. You okay, they had seven clowns. rushing touchdowns. That explains it. Yeah, I mean, they just... <laughs> just stomped him. So shouts to Baylor for taking care, not looking ahead and really taking care of business. Uh, the last game before we'll get to the hotline, uh, Penn State 27, Rutgers 6. Uh, Rutgers finishes 2-10, and 0-9 and in the Big Ten. They've lost, I think, more consecutive conference games than the other team in the country at the moment. Greg Schiano's going to really bail them out. Yeah, we'll see what happens with Greg Schiano uh, 
how that carries, uh, how that happens. Penn State finishes ten and two. Uh, we'll see where they end up. I don't know what what where that slots, but pretty pretty high in the balls. All right, before we get to the rest of the top twenty five, let's go to the hotline. Okay. Brad and I have not listened to these three calls. 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. If they stink, we're sorry. We're probably going to cut them out. And we're probably not. Okay. Unless they're really bad. Yeah, okay. Or someone says something racist. All right, here we go. <laughs> we want to we abide that. Call us. We want your championship week takes. Call one. Hey, back to the cover. Ooh, a baddie. We're getting ready for Thanksgiving dinner with my family. And you Sorry. mentioned what state is worse than Mississippi. Let me tell you something back to a couple <laughs> It's your mother's state. Fuck you. I wish that you had better phone service in the, in the state of Mississippi or wherever you are. I liked that call. But I do appreciate it. We love hearing from the backdoor baddies. Thank you for calling. 800-392-6344. But what, was that her? Let's talk about the Ole Miss game. Hey, it's it's going in and out. I know, I, I know what's happening here. Okay. And it wasn't great service. You know, I don't know if they have cell towers in Mississippi. <laughs> terrible state. <laughs> you but are such a I troll. I do appreciate that call. I really do. Wait, what did she say in our state, though? Is she saying Texas or is she saying Missouri? No, she just called me a cocksucker i think I, who cares well uh, it, she's it, probably right it wasn't a great call you're scum but i liked it so thank you i did too and her service wasn't great i'm sure the call was very good hey for the record i was defending mississippi can we talk about the end of the old miss game did you see this no oh yeah yes yeah. yes i saw it let's do talk about it okay i'll, I'll set the scene here with Please four do. seconds left in the egg bowl old miss wide receiver elijah moore <laughs> caught a two-yard touchdown pass that brought the Rebels within one point of rival Mississippi State. I okay. believe it was 21-20 at that point. Yes. It's four seconds left. You kick the extra point, and oh uh, you head to overtime, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, Moore committed a celebration penalty that will go down in lore for this rivalry for a long time. The fire hydrant dance. <laughs> a sophomore leads the Rebels in receiving this season, lifted his leg like a dog, and pretended to urinate. After the score made it 21-20, in doing so, he earned an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for excessive celebration. That type of uh, of excess celebration normally wouldn't do much more than anger the coach, but in this penalty, in this case, it proved costly as Mississippi, of course. This is the extra point. Here is plugging in the audio. Ugh. I feel bad. I feel bad for the kicker. I feel bad for that lady. This game, uh, what what a finish. I've just never seen anything like this. We posted a bunch of stories on Backdoor Cover Podcast. I was really proud of the work that we did there, uh, including some t-shirt that Mississippi State fans have made for years that says, Old Piss, which really means it more than anything else. The worst part is... Uh, this allows Mississippi State, your blood rival, to go to a bowl game. Mm. I don't know what LSU's uh, or what Ole Miss's final. I record hope is. that kid can bounce back from this man. I hope he comes back and has a good season next year because this, this is just character assassination of yourself. Like this is just such a bad look. Everybody had to apologize. Everybody said sorry. I mean, Ole Miss had gone 82 yards on 12 plays. It was an amazing Including run. a wild 57-yard pass on 4th and 24 to set up the touchdown. Oh, that's so painful. pissed it away. I hate it. He literally pissed it away. Yeah, there's been a lot of those jokes. I feel bad about it. That's, that's I shitty don't. stuff. This is the dumbest thing ever. It is pretty dumb. 
Apparently, DJ Metcalf had celebrated like that two years ago in the oh, rivalry. He, he did but, the pee? So it wasn't very creative. Mm. Well, at least he played for the same team. Yeah, I guess. And th- there was an NFL player that got flagged for this a few years ago. Ole Miss finishes two and six. Yeah. So it's not like it kept them from a bowl game, but it did allow your your rival. Actually, they went they finished four and eight overall, two and six in conference. Uh, it allows your your heated rival Mississippi State to make it to a bowl. If game. I was gonna be emulating peeing, I don't think I'd turn myself into a dog. Like I'd just stand as a human and piss on something. Well, you better watch out. Pull your pull your junk out there. <laughs> okay, thank you for the call, lady. All right. Uh, sorry, we you want to take another one? Well, what you're yeah, saying. sorry. Okay, let's hear it. Next one. 800-392-6344. Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Turn this one yeah, That's what you get with hotline call roulette sometimes. Is it from the same number as that lady? Uh, they need some new one. cell phone towers in from, Mississippi. That one was from Houston. So. Oh, okay. 281-830. It was, it was Mike Jones 877 All right, here we go. Here's the last one. Hey, backdoor cover. This is Dunk from Mississippi coming in with a not-so-confrontational voicemail. <laughs> I believe my girlfriend left one of those earlier. Oh. Um, just calling to say, uh, well, for Michigan, uh, you suck. Uh, drink some piss. And um, you need to stop hanging out with rapists and seek help. Uh, but no, seriously, the reason I called is to uh, kind of chastise y'all for shitting on the egg bowl. It's always a fun game, but the the worse the egg bowl looks, the better the game always is. I think they put in it, it, a um, a thrilling product on the field Thursday. Go dogs, go to hell, Ole Miss. Bye. Well said. It was ironic that he told Will to drink piss. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> and then that's how you won the egg bowl. So, well, so also, congratulations. It Thank you for be apologizing for your drunken girlfriend. We were but claiming we, we that liked she her. was an old Miss fan, but it turns she out was she a was state a state fan. fan. So. so apologies to you. Shouts to the Back dogs. To Shouts to the dogs and the whatever shitty bowl game. They're well, you also to. know that was a, a homage to his original call when he said this is a confrontational yeah. voicemail. This I, one was unconfrontational. I loved it. That Thank guy you. is a, a, a fucking hero. We love your phone calls. 800-392-6344. We, we will take them all. Uh, we should uh, we should get towards wrapping this thing up. I think. <laughs> okay. Don't you think? It's been we, too much fun. Yeah, rivalry uh, week is just so heated. It's just too lit, as the kids say. Uh, we've get, had people tell each other to drink piss. We've had people act like dogs and piss on things. There's a lot of piss in this episode. Yeah. Hey, how about uh, James Harden going for sixty and three quarters last night in some clean new uniforms? All in a day's work for the beard. He was pissed they pulled him too. <laughs> He's like, I want a hundred. Well, yeah, his his uh, career high is 62, and he didn't even play in the fourth quarter. Christ. All right, let's get back to the rest of the top 25 here. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Man, uh, that old Miss stuff got me riled. Florida stomps the shit out of Florida State, as they should. 40 to 7. Florida finishes 10 and 2. It turned a surprisingly out to be a, a, good season for how much we shat on that that program. They deserve a lot of credit. They've got a hell of a coach. That that guy uh, is knows what he's doing. I mean, he Mullen? got, yeah, Dan Mullen got, he got Mississippi state to number one in the country. Like this <laughs> guy, like the guy can coach. granted he had Dak Prescott, but who looked like shit on Thursday. I well, mean, we should talk about the Thursday games. Yeah. We got to recap those Again, after this. Dak is never the problem with the Cowboys. Never. Okay. Don't you get off topic. We're going to finish college. We'll get to pros. All right. Anyway, shouts to Dan Mullen and Florida. This is a good football team and with a much better, they're much better with Kyle Trask. As we've said for the 5 millionth time. Then, uh, I don't think it's arguable. Felipe Franks, yeah. There's, Felipe. Felipe Thoughts is, and prayers, player. is trash. As, uh, Maybe as he can become a wide receiver or something. Ooh. <laughs> Good night, sweet prince. Yeah, Felipe's garbage. Uh, he may never play football again. He can throw the shit out of football, though. 
Not well, accurately, but Kyle very Trask, far. they uh, they improved. Florida State's had a miserable, miserable year. They fired their coach. They finished six and six, which I'm that's, surprised they had six wins. That's the one with the contract dispute, right? That's right. Their head coach has not signed. He a, signed a memo instead of a contract. Yeah, he did not sign an actual contract. Okay. Uh, Oregon, Oregon stomps Oregon State at home, twenty-four to ten. Notre Dame stomps the shit out of Stanford at Stanford. Stanford finishes the year four and eight. Notre Dame finishes ten and two, which means they're going to go to a Stanford made them sweat in the first half, though. Yeah, forty-five twenty-four was the final on that. Yeah, um, Notre Dame crushed them in the second half. That's right. And Kansas State beats number twenty-three Iowa State. the The bottom half of the or well, the middle part of the Big Twelve just eats itself every week. It's a bunch of eight and four, seven and five trash. Yeah. And it's all eight and four, seven and five, and that's what these teams finish at. K State eight and four. Uh, Iowa State seven and five. K State takes care of business at home in what what they call Farmageddon, which is funny. Twenty seven seventeen. Fun fun season. Farmers. So that's the college football stuff. I we're recording this Monday morning. We're no, we're not. Or Sunday, Sunday morning. I'm yeah. sorry. And that's really true. We're not lying to you about this. Uh, I I don't think it's worth us. Uh, previewing the Sunday games because nobody's going to listen to this. But so we already did preview the Sunday games. Right, of yeah. course. Yeah, so if you want to listen, if if you're listening to this Sunday somehow, um, well, this will be live an hour and a half before. Uh, yeah, before uh, the game start, you can listen to our episode with the one only can't miss Mitch, which we released on Thursday or Wednesday this week. Actually, go back. We picked every game with the algorithm. Uh, pretty good stuff, indeed. Pretty good stuff. So let's do some uh, Thursday football recapping, and we'll get before we do some quick news before uh, before the games NFL this news? week. Uh, Drew Locke, Tiger Great, set to get his first start. He's uh, going to secure the today. bag today. He is going to secure the bag. Uh, Either that, or he's going to secure some sacks. Second round pick will start uh, his first NFL start against the Chargers uh, Sunday. He'll be the third different starting quarterback for the Broncos after uh, Flacco and Brandon Allen. Allen, number three. The ninth different starter, or no, seventh different starting quarterback since week nine of the 2017 season, following such greats as Brock Osweiler and Trevor Simeon. Uh, Locke has been on injured reserve since the start of the season. He suffered a right thumb injury August 19th on a preseason game and did not participate uh, in a full practice again until November 12th. That'd be great if he came out and had a good game. He was officially activated off the IR on Saturday, and uh, they waived... Rookie quarterback Brett uh, Ripken, Ripian. Anyway, uh, so there you go. Broncos suck. They're three and eight, and we'll see what happens. Big with Fangio is trash. Uh, we'll see. He should have another year. Uh, former uh, former quarterback uh, Raiders quarterback. I, I forget if Terrell what Pryor. What, Terrell Pryor was stabbed yesterday. Oh no! Yeah, he he was in critical well, you know condition, he, but apparently they say they expect a full return. Critical. He was stabbed condition. by a woman apparently. Which is weird. What did he do? Uh, he was knows. a great receiver there for a little while too. Yeah, yeah. He had an interesting NFL career. Uh, Freddie Kitchens, the fucking moron who coaches the uh, the Browns, yeah, was seen wearing a Pittsburgh started it shirt, referring <laughs> to the uh, <laughs> the fight. That's a good idea. And now they're playing again this week. Let's so go rile them. I hope up. there's yeah. I think that uh, honestly, I'm kind of high on the Steelers to whip that ass. I, you know, I am. I know you are. That's because you know you're petty though, not because you have any actual knowledge. Uh, my my number one boner of the week is AT and T Uverse. <laughs> what I put up with twelve fucking weeks without professional football, without NFL Network, I could t- And my MVP of the week is the Reddit stream, which I find every week. 
for red zone. I just can't believe that they can't come to an agreement. Wait, right. a boner is a bad thing? Yeah. Okay, good. Just boner. making sure. All right. Let's uh, talk about the Thursday night games real quick. Bears okay. 24, Lions 20. Uh, the sad bull. Yeah. Lions starting an undrafted uh, free agent at quarterback. They stink. And uh, the Bears stink too, but good for them. They stink less. Yep. Uh, Bills crushed the Cowboys nuts 26-15. This was embarrassing. In the most humiliating uh, Thanksgiving game I can remember. The I'm, Bears should have been doing the dog piss dances at the end of their... I'm the sorry, Bills. not the Bears, the Bills. Well, the Bills were doing the, the Dak Prescott dance. <laughs> the the hip the yeah, swinger? <laughs> That's so humiliating. I mean, Jerry was upset. I'm I'm halfway surprised he didn't get fired. Uh, Jason Garrett wasn't fired this week. Although the Cowboys again play on Thursday against the Bears. And then both teams would have bye weeks. So if they were to lose to the fucking Bears next week, you might actually see Jason Garrett get fired. You've been saying this every week. If they lose this game, he might actually well, get fired. They've lost six of them. This Cowboys was the one. Six and this six. was the one. Remember last the week? The Bills you look said, pretty good, man. If they lose well, to the I was Bills, wrong. they're going to fire him. Well, I didn't realize they played again on a Thursday. You can't fire him that fast. Uh, shouts to the Bills. The Bills are good. They're <laughs> nine and three. This is their best win by again, far. We don't know how good the Cowboys are. Uh, and if uh, the uh, who is it that the Eagles play today? Uh, I think they they play the Dolphins. Oh, the Eagles are going to win this week. We're going to have a tie for first place. In the NFC East. Oh, God. Uh, by the end of today. Uh, the other game, the Saints hold on and defeat the Falcons after the Falcons got like 19 onside kicks. I've never seen anything quite like this before. <laughs> uh, but the Saints hold on 26-18. Taysom Hill blocked a punt, uh, caught a touchdown. He scored on a run. He's like, a busy boy. He absolutely was. Uh, but I've, uh, nobody can receive an onside kick all season long, and yet, the Falcons just keep getting them over and over and over. You again. mean no one can secure an onside kick yeah. except for the Falcons? That's correct. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they had what one, two, three of these. Good God. On the other side, uh, Calvin Ridley, Atlanta receiver, Alabama great had a pretty good game. Eight receive eight, eight receptions, ninety one yards. Not too bad. Alvin Kamara, pretty good running the ball. Yeah, Saints look good. I mean, they they get their win back. Uh, they improved to ten and two. They're rolling. The Falcons having the lost season. Things are about to change there. Yep. Um, but that's it. There's some more football today. Week thirteen. Let's get it. God dang, the Cowboys look bad. Yeah, terrible. Just pathetic. I oh, Cole Beasley destroyed them. By oh, yeah. the way, he had like 130 yards in the out. first half too. He's yeah. just fucking murdering them. Yeah, murder. Uh, big shouts to the Bills and Buffalo fans. I hate you so much, Jason Garrett. You know. Ralph's a Bills Mafia member. Oh, he is. He likes he to break tables, yeah. eat things off tables. Well, shouts to Ralph the dog. Ralph's everybody noted Bills fan, Ralph. Hope everybody had a great holiday. And I uh, hope you enjoyed today's backdoor cover. We will be back with some Mind of Micah. Check it out. Got a lot of love from the, uh, from the family over the weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the, a lot of Mind of Micah listeners in the Weiner household. <laughs> that's, that's so yeah. shocking. Yeah, I know, it's shocking. <laughs> and uh, Does your mother like it? She does not know what a podcast is. Oh, that's too bad. But my cousins, they, they listen allegedly. Okay, good. And uh, so shouts to them. And uh, shouts to you, Brad. Thanks for being a part of today's hey, episode. Man. I feel special. Just remember, folks, nobody's doing this but us. We're doing this for you. Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. We'll be back tomorrow morning, hopefully, unless we sleep in or something. We're going to be back. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow morning to break down the NFL. Um, any closing thoughts, Brad? That's it and that's all. Mm, bye bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>